Hello, everybody. We are back at it. It is the Thread Labs podcast. I'm your host, Justin Dorsey. And with me, as always, is my buddy, my friend, and my pal, Kevin O'Connor. Kevin, how are you doing this week? Fantastic. That's great to hear. Hope everybody out there is doing well also. Thank you for listening to the podcast this week. If you enjoy, please make sure you rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, and on Spotify. Also hit us up on our Instagram at ThreadLads and on our Twitter at ThreadsThread. Also, drop us a line on our email. We love hearing any comments, questions, or concerns y'all got about the podcast. Hit us up, listeners, at ThreadLads.com. Um, Kevin, I just got back from las vegas for the baltimore ravens game just flew out there um it was a good time yeah it was a good time generally it was much like my week before where i had a really good weekend that was ended kind of sourly like i had a great family reunion um a weekend ago and then a bee stung me on the inside of my lip and it ruined it and then i had a good weekend in Las Vegas, and then the end of it was ruined by the Baltimore Ravens <laughs> losing, which I was in a bar with, like, there was some Ravens fans, there was a little bit more Raiders fans in there, um, and it was a little frustrating to have flown out all that way and then to lose how we lost, and then have a 6 a.m. flight immediately the next morning. It was a I'm little sure. rough, but it was a good I'm time, sure. generally, generally speaking. Uh, yeah, I, I'm sure that was miserable. It also felt like we lost three times in that game. So yeah, was... the, the whole ending was just calamity uh, of absurdities, and um, that was very frustrating. We don't have a good look at it this week either. But you know what? Whatever. We're not going to talk about it. We're not going to focus that part. Of we won't dwell. Although I'm I'm glad say I will rethink traveling. Uh, across the country to see a team play that I root for. Because, I think that's... I mean, it, it was... Uh, everything was great. It was fun. There was a lot of uh, Ravens fans in the streets. And, you know, there's 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 jawing between fans back and forth. It's all good natured and stuff like that. But then when your team loses and then you got to fly back across the country and then there's other depressed fans that you see on the flights and then airports flying back across the country it's really it's a really somber it's a really somber tuesday morning yeah that sounds extremely somber well it sounds like you had a good time and to be honest that's probably the only place i would travel that far to go to cuz at least it's las vegas yeah no and i mean las vegas was fun it's great how this it's set up you just get off at the airport the city's freaking right there five minutes away and then you're oh, on really? the strip and yeah yeah it's like immediately there as soon as you leave the airport you just see the strip it's like <laughs> a few miles away and um then you're just there and everything's on the strip and it was a good time um just uh, the only thing was i would i also would not go to back to las vegas at this time of year because it was over 100 degrees every single t- day this is like mid-september 
So not, I don't know what the fuck it's like in July or August, but it was too hot to really be outside for more than a couple minutes at a time. Um, but was it nice at night? Yeah, at night it was comfortable because you're just out there in the desert, so it cools off at night and everything. And that that town is going twenty four seven. I will say though, um, if you're going to Vegas, just make sure you plan out Vegas a little bit. I went with the crew that we didn't plan out probably enough of it, so we were kind of all over the place, and we didn't really think about that part. But you'll probably like there's like shit to do for everybody: shows, food, uh, strip clubs, dispensaries, bars, all sorts of shit. Shit, pools. Everything. I was gonna say, did you go to any pool parties? We did not go to any pool parties because, again. You want to plan what you're going to do before <laughs> you go to Vegas, unless you like just have a ton of cash to spend, which I did not. <laughs> um, right. Like you, any anything will be fine if you got enough cash to spend, and that that town moves off of cash. But you do want to plan some level, um, unless you're just going to gamble the whole time, which is yes. fine. I mean, like you, you gamble the whole time. Um, did you win any? Did you put five on red? <laughs> I won a little bit on gambling, on like sports gambling. Oh, okay. Uh, nice. A little like baseball, a little football, but um, I didn't play any table games. It honestly was kind of weird because they they do they're pretty strict on enforcing the masks inside casinos there, like way better than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but like going up to say a blackjack table and you're just like going by yourself, and usually it's a communal thing, and you start to become friends with the people and you're all rooting for each other and trying to beat the dealer and stuff like that at the casino table. But with all the masks and stuff and the social, it it just like doesn't have the same quite just community vibe that there is. So like, I was just like, and the people that I was with aren't big table game players anyway. So I was just like, I'm not going to force anything here, but it I like the slots. You got to hit the slots. I always want to hit the no, Vegas I, slots. I played slots my, that the people that I was with like to play slots. Slots is not going to win you any money. You're not going <laughs> to win any money playing slots. <laughs> fucking electronic I, slots that are rigged to the fucking teeth. You're never going to win any money. On I won $40 off a slot one time. Quarter slots. Yeah, again, you're never going to win any money playing <laughs> fucking slot. I'm off of like one... A couple of hours, one night playing blackjack in Atlantic City, I, I paid for my entire weekend. Like, drinks yeah. and, like, room, everything. I just paid for it in a couple of hours of playing blackjack. It's fantastic. It's one of the best experiences. And now, not not every time I've played blackjack have I won. But, I you know, say, I'm just chasing that high constantly. I, had, I did not have that social experience when I was playing blackjack at the casino, not in Vegas, but on a cruise ship. And... It was oh, more cruise, like see, cruise ship blackjack seems weird. The guy stopped playing because I was doing so bad. Wow. Do you like know the proper etiquette of playing blackjack or do you just pull up being like, I'm trying to get to 21 or you I know like, the etiquette and I had like, read a bunch etiquette? of stuff. I read a bunch of stuff online, but I was using like the beginner card. And then, you know, I had a few drinks in me. So I was just kind of like doing what I felt at the moment. Yeah, yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. yeah I was like, you know, I can help you. <laughs> do this. Well, I mean, that I mean, that would actually legitimately be a good place to learn. I think on a cruise ship as opposed to going to Vegas. Vegas, I don't think is a place to. Lo- I don't know. Maybe depending on where you go, 
But I mean, I learned really table games just going to Atlantic City. It's a little bit more degenerate, but like people are yeah. helpful there. I like I prefer degenerate. Yeah, I feel I I follow along closely with with that type more than the other right which i mean there's there's is. definitely g- degeneracy in vegas as well but <laughs> i mean yeah i don't like, not, not like full degenerate like <laughs> i'm sure some of those people flying back that you thought were bummed out about the ravens they're probably bummed out about a whole lot of other stuff too and probably leaving <laughs> vegas you know <laughs> going through the the airport i had a we got there at freaking like 4 30 because we had a 6 a.m flight as we're early. walking to our gate, it's like five thirty in the morning. There's just some people just at the slot machines in the airport, <laughs> just going <laughs> like a bunch of people. Wow! To, I'm like just trying to get that last, just trying to win that, just chasing, just chasing, trying to win that last bit of money back before you get on the plane. Oh, hopefully, man. but again, I never trust slot machines. They just, I just, there's nothing to trust unless it's an old school slot machine that's a lever that's not computerized at all. <laughs> do a lot of trust in slot machines. Yeah, I, uh, there's a, yeah, I listened to a whole podcast about this guy who found a, a, uh, a bug in Texas Hold'em machine and exploited it. No, no, yeah, and then they'll find you out and then they'll... Yeah, it's crazy how it's illegal when you do it against the machine or the thing that's already there, but like, you know, meanwhile, they can rig the percentage to be like, you know, 30%, whatever. (laughs) Right, (laughs) exactly. No, I mean, that's Vegas, and you can't do shit about it. Um, But it was a good time. It was a good time. What I did, one of the things really that I wanted, I wish I had planned a little bit more out there is just there's ton of good food and i didn't like really look up anything and some places need reservations but that's i think the next time i go to vegas i'm just gonna straight up straight up just eat a shit ton of food did you get any buffet casino buffets no oh i i i don't know if they're still doing buffets out there oh right 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 but i would never i i have zero interest in going to a buffet i don't know i love a good buffet what no? You say that. When's the last time you've been to a buffet? It's been a while, but yeah, exactly. I, I, I like. Buffets. You know why it's been a while? Because they're not good. Uh, I no, used... this is... Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say. I used to like. This is still in my early twenties and stuff like that. I remember I would go to like a buffet once a year, and then I would always leave that buffet remembering why I don't go to buffets more often than once a year. And now it's been years. But it, it, you just never you never come out feeling good from a buffet. Not me, dude. Impossible. I think it, I think it's called Sweet Tomatoes. Sweet Tomatoes. There's Is that one out here. Chain? Uh, yeah. Is that an old country buffet style buffet? I think it's Sweet Tomatoes. Oh no, yeah, Sweet Tomatoes, and it's like a buffet, and they have like salads and pizzas. It's like a higher end buffet. Oh, CC's Pizza, dude. Are you kidding me? That's a buffet. See- yeah, and it's not good. It's not good oh. at all. It's not worth the. It's so. It is so yeah, worth the like eight dollars. Like ten bucks. <laughs> ten bucks. Eat all you can eat pizza. The cardboard pizza. I love and... it. I love it. They have good. Uh, When's the last time you've been to a Caesar's? It's admittedly, it's been a while, but I, I would like to go. Again, soon. you know why you haven't been in a while? It's because it sucks. It's not good. I used to go to. Yeah, I mean, it's been a while. I don't. I guess I don't choose a buffet, but on vacation I'll go to a buffet, like a breakfast buffet. Oh my god, breakfast buffet is amazing at a hotel. Um, hit or miss. 
at best. Yeah, it is hit or miss. At best. Not you gotta, you gotta have the right hotel for sure, but like, I love a good, and none of that continental cool. shit. All right, I want the real. What, what is continental breakfast is just, it's not hot stuff, right? Yeah, it's like bakery items. It's like old muffins and like, you know, bananas yeah. or whatever. You, know, right. you want the real, the hot, hot breakfast. See, I don't trust any of that hot breakfast shit from hotels. I'll eat it as sustenance in the morning if it comes with the place that I'm staying. But the bacon, you know, can be rubbery. It's usually the eggs that get me the, the liquid eggs. eggs are sketch. The, the eggs are eggs, always yeah. sketch. You never or feel good eating eggs, those yeah. eggs. I don't know what it is. It's not real egg. It's like egg product. That's yeah, it's product. Say when you're but it. I like when they have like the pancake machine or a waffle maker. I mean, that, that that's good too. Those are, those are okay. I, I honestly haven't been to too many hotels with those. But Best I, when I they mean, have a guy making omelets. Then you know it's good. I, you I, see him cracking the eggs. You yeah, see him I, using the fresh stuff. I'm fine with a mini box of Apple Jacks and a little thing of milk taking them back to my room. I'm good. They I'll have that too. You get the coffee. Yeah, that's all I need. I'll get some coffee. That's all I need. I don't need you all don't, of this. I don't need... I, I know, I guess, there is a benefit to having hot breakfast when you're on the road. You know, you might be traveling a lot. Mm-hmm. But I, I, don't, I don't really need that. Um from my hotel when I go not when it's like not when I don't know all the all the processes that are being used to make all the food I think it's um it's I think it's Hilton and there's another I cannot believe I'm blanking on the name but I know they have a good um they have a good breakfast oh Hyatt Hyatt they have a great one they use square plates it's great they have a good uh have a good breakfast what, what's the benefit of the square plate? I don't know. But you know what? Honestly, the, the fancier hotels I've stayed at, generally, not as good breakfasts. Because they'll usually have like something. like the, They'll have like a pastry thing or something. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like they, But I'm like, oh, you guys are cheaping out. And I just paid like 500 bucks for this room. What the fuck? <laughs> cheaping out, even though you were just saying how much you like the powdered eggs no i don't like the and rubbery eggs. bacon i don't like the, the yeah you got to get the sausage patty you got to know what to get you know basically <laughs> the sausage patties are sketch too yeah but they and never get the links if they have no the you don't get links. the links <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, my chair was rolling back. I had to roll it up. Oh, gotcha. Roll forward because um, I don't have a carpet down right now. You had a grimace on your face. Um, <laughs> you were telling me uh, earlier that you had a very interesting Starbucks story, but you didn't tell me what the story was because you wanted to save it for the podcast. What 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 happened with Starbucks? I know this is one of your favorite places in the world. Well, I pretty sure I told you in the in the thread, but I'm gonna recap it again for uh, all the listeners. I don't here. know. I might have missed it. I was in Vegas. So, this past weekend, I was I had a solo weekend. The intern was in uh, back home visiting uh, their mom, 
and uh, had a haircut Saturday morning, as I do every two to three weeks. And I like to get my Trenta cold brew with a shot of espresso before I go to get my haircut. Did you say Trenta? uh, (laughs) Yeah, Trenta cold brew. Okay. A 30 ouncer, yeah, with a shot of espresso for the taste. (laughs) And uh, And the caffeine, I would assume. But yes, and that. So anyway, but yeah, so I go to the Starbucks. I, I usually go there before I get my haircut because it's like across the street. And the line's kind of weird, whatever. Um, it's one of those situations where it like wraps around the store. So you can't, if you pull up, then you block the people who are trying to leave the drive through It's so stupid. I, I, it's like a new Starbucks. Too. I don't know why they designed it this way. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, I, this guy was waiting a really long time and didn't know what he was doing. And because at first I thought he was waiting for the line. But he was really far back, and there was plenty of space for the next car. So I was like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Um, so I passed him and got in line. And then, of course, I realized he was waiting in line <laughs> and because he pulled up behind me. And I'm like, oh, great. And it was a long line, so I'm like, great. So I have this guy you know, staring me down for 10 minutes. Wait, why was he sitting so far back? I don't know. See, I mean, I think he was uh, – I don't know why he was, but he was for whatever reason. But I felt bad. I clearly cut him off in line. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to pay for his drink. I was like, I'll, I'll tell the cashier that I want to pay for the guy behind me just because I, d- I did cut him off. No ifs, ands, or buts. Uh-huh. Whether or not I really needed to buy him a drink is a whole other story because technically... No, I'm going I'm, I'm, I'm to address this later. But All right. So anyway, I, I was like, yeah, I'm going to buy... So I pull up to the window. Or, you know, I ordered my drink. I pull up to the window. I see him behind me has his window down. So I wanted to say it low because I didn't want to make it a big thing. I told the cashier, I was like, um, I was like, I cut the guy off behind me in line. You know, can I pay for his drink? I'd like to pay for his drink. And she's like, oh, okay. You want to pay for his drink? I was like, yeah. So she hands me my drink or she's like, what's your name? I told it was Kevin. She's like, okay. She hands me my drink. And she's like, that'll be five and change or whatever. I was like, oh, okay. I was like, did you get his too? The guy behind me, she's like, oh, you, uh, you want to, because they have to ring it up separately because it's two separate charges or whatever. Uh-huh. So I'm like. She's like, oh, you wanted to pay for his. She's like, okay, that will be ten something, and I, you know, I have my credit card already in my hand because I wanted to make sure she added it to the order. And as she's saying, like, oh, the guy behind you is ten something, the Starbucks other Starbucks employee, this dude from like standing in the back goes, you have to ask how much something costs to do something nice. He said it just like that. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, in my head, I was instantly pissed off. Oh, my God. And I was like, no dick. I was asking. I was making sure she had it on the order. And, like, I had already given her my card and stuff. And I was like, I don't know. They, like, instantly fumed me. Like, made me so upset. Because, like, one, that's not what I was doing. I wasn't asking how much it cost. I didn't give a shit how much. I, right. First of all, I don't know what drink this guy ordered that it was $10. But I don't care. I was trying to do, like... <laughs> It's not the point. I had already. I didn't ask how much it cost. But then I'm like second guessing in my head. Like, did I make it seem like that or whatever? I was like, no. And I had the whole thing on my dash cam anyway. Um, <laughs> For who? I mean, the, my, my. I guess my first thoughts. I, I don't know if you're done with the story, but no. But basically, I just thought it was so unnecessary, like and like shitty of that guy to say that. Like this pretentious douche in the background, thinking he like is a part of some conversation. It's like you clearly didn't hear the whole thing. I already have my credit card in my hand. I didn't ask how much it co- I didn't even ask how much it cost. I just said, did you get it on the order? She was just telling me how much it cost, you right. know? And then yeah. they're staring at me because I called the guy a dick. But I was like, whatever. I just drove away. You called him like, a dick? <laughs> yeah, I called him a dick. 
<laughs> I mean, I was really upset. I mean, it I think they, like I think they knew what it was. Well, yeah, because he's like diminishing my gesture, you know. Right. Yeah, which is clearly a nice gesture for cutting off somebody, which I don't even know if you were actually cutting off somebody. I don't even. And then that's a whole other thing to it, you know. And then this yeah. guy's ordering a $10 drink. I don't know what the fuck he's ordering. But, uh, yeah. you know. I mean, I, I don't. Well, there's like there's multiple places that we could basically, go. I can't go back to that Starbucks ever that. again, basically. I mean, who? first of all, who cares about the barista at Starbucks. Like, who gives a shit? What, I think right? I think the woman barista who was helping me, she knew what was going on. Yeah, clearly. but like for this dude to just all of a sudden like well, she's come, the one, come she's around, it's not like you you didn't did you you asked for the price or you just wanted to be like here? here no, she told she handed me my drink and said that'll be five and change, and that's when I was like, did you get his too behind me? And then she was like, oh, the guy behind you will be ten and change or whatever. I was like, oh, okay, and that's when the guy was like. You had he said it just like that too. You have to ask how much something costs to do something nice, and I was like, and that's when I instantly snapped off to the dude. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, that, fuck that guy. It was just like, the way he said it. Like it was such. That, a that's dick. a that's a definitely out of the world, just offhand comment for the Starbucks barista to be making. I'm not sure that's really something that they should be doing at their job I, he did it it's none of his business dude, yeah, like, like, even if i did ask how much it was which i didn't but fuck you dude like what it's so yeah, what, he doesn't I think know your he fucking thought, situation like i think he, yes maybe for some people they do want to know how much it costs for them to be nice but if they do that's their own fucking issue like they don't need the, the peanut gallery making comments right they're frothing up somebody else's latte in the background like who, the, who gives a shit I think he thought that she was on the microphone or whatever or something, and he thought he could make that because everyone looked stunned when I called. I didn't. I didn't even call. I called him a dick. It's not like I called him like a horrible name, but everyone was like, "Oh, oh my god!" And then I was just like, "What? I got to get out of here." Do you often go to this Starbucks? I go there like once every couple of weeks when I get my hair cut. Oh, but okay. now I'm just gonna avoid it. There's literally you're in Atlanta. There it's fucking Starbucks everywhere. You'll, you'll you can you'll manage. You it's more just have. the principle. I shouldn't even be afraid to go there. I should just go back looking out for them. They don't remember. I'm sure they instantly forgot it anyway. They probably, you know. Yeah. It's just, it's very rude to me. It's very rude that the person would say, like, I don't know. It was almost accusatory. I mean, in a way, though, you were the first rude person in this story. I was, but so I was trying I to know. atone for the rudeness <laughs> by buying the drink. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Don't turn this on me. <laughs> I'm just, well, I'm just saying, like, you're, you're talking about how upset you were from somebody being rude after you just cut somebody off in the Starbucks lane, which I'm not saying is totally your fault, but you felt like it was your fault enough to think that you needed to atone for said things. Honestly, I wouldn't have done shit. I mean, I've heard of this, like, being a thing at Starbucks anyway, too, of just people, like, passing it on, just, like, paying for the person behind you, which I'm totally against the idea of anyway. Why but, are you against that? That seems super nice. I did it because I, I wasn't no, because doing then it. Just I wasn't even doing it to be nice. Like, I, to, technically, it wasn't even a nice gesture. I was. It was, like, a makeup gesture. Yeah. Well, it, it's, it's a well, – and what I was talking about, it just becomes a chain of people buying other people's shit. Yeah, but what's wrong with that? Because if, if 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 it's not going to end, if it's just going to be this everlasting line well, of people end. buying it's... other, yeah, because somebody's going to be like, "This is fucking stupid." Thank God somebody bought something for me. I'm just going to continue on my day, and then so then not everyone does that. Like... So ultimately, by starting that, you're you're making sure that somebody is getting out scot free without paying and just 
going off without pass, passing a court. You know when that started. Somebody's going to not. This pay guy a court wasn't going to pass it on, though. Well, I don't he, know that. As far as I, you know, because he knew he would know for sure that I was making up. Well, one, I told the woman, although she was probably shocked. She was probably like that asshole in well, front heard, of you. I, you don't know that. You don't even know. He might have been looking at his phone the whole time and hadn't even paid attention, looked up and just moved forward when he. Uh, no, there was some no, space no, maybe I saw he was the, checking uh, the app. Maybe he was ordering something the on the stairs. app before. I think that might be in your head. I don't know. I don't think you're, so. You're no. one. You're one to. Fictitiously make up some stairs. I don't know. I'll uh, I'll admit that that is true, but I in this case I think it was evident because it was like it was clear that I was in the wrong. But that but again that's why I wanted to make up for the thing. Like this guy at Starbucks, like you said, peanut gallery. He needs to get back to making his you know get make my trend to whatever. I, I don't know. I can, yeah. I would assume that he probably thought that that person, that the cashier person, was talking to somebody over the radio and not to you directly, because that just seems like a bold comment to randomly be making to someone directly to their face when you work in when you work at a, at a food place. That's what upset me so much too. Like I, I like in usually the customer service at Starbucks is phenomenal. It's like Chick Fil A, you know. So for yeah. that to happen was just kind of like. Yeah. plus this dude clearly needed to be like to, i feel like no one says anything to this person yeah so i felt I mean, too. yeah yeah I'm, you're definitely valid in calling that person a dick because that comment was very dick dickful but who knows it'd be interesting to hear their side of the story that i do want to hear oh uh, yeah too bad we'll never know because you're going to avoid that starbucks for the rest of your like, life hey you remember uh last weekend when some guy called you a dick talking about how it was kind of hard to talk and you know be around people in las vegas everybody with the mask on you don't have that same communal feel i'm usually really good with talking to people though doing introductions i was still able to have some nice banter here and there with some strangers but i don't think it quite was what it was but not everybody i know is you know as comfortable in new settings, talking to new and different people as I am. But you apparently have a nice trick or suggestion for people that do have issues with that or something of the sort. No, not or, not at all. But it's oh, kind of kind of that. I thought that's what you were talking about. No. So I, we, uh, we must have gotten our wires crit. Yeah, we got it. But it's good. Yeah. So see, my issue is working through years and years and years now of customer service and then working in it which is basically just customer service also uh i can basically talk to i don't have a problem with like introducing myself i actually get mad when people don't introduce themselves it's the worst when you're with someone and you're just like kind of awkwardly like standing there around someone that you don't know but you're like friend knows or someone and they don't introduce you and you have to do the like oh you know it's like what you should do is be like oh this is my friend whatever but anyway Uh i digress uh My problem is that I can never remember anyone's name. And now this trick I heard. Oh, um, this is a different issue. I have this issue for sure. I think a yeah. lot of people honestly have this issue. 
This is a perfect trick that I just heard about on another podcast, the Scrubs Rewatch podcast, where Donald Faison, who played Turk on Scrubs, does this with his wife because he too is terrible with names, which actually is kind of weird to think about because he's an actor and I like you have to memorize stuff for. But the names are hard because they they're fleeting. Yeah, they come memorizing out. a script is different than somebody telling you their name once and you remember True. it forever. So this is a trick he does with his wife, but it could totally work with a friend as well. Um, just anybody. And the trick is when you see someone whose name you definitely can't remember, which is the worst feeling because you have to be like, oh hey, and then it's even worse when you're with oh, someone because you have to introduce them and be like, you know this, you know hey, such and such, this is my wife or my friend or whatever. Uh-huh. So they have a nice little system where they do it, where he does with his wife, but you could also do this with a friend. It's when you see that person whose name you don't remember, you say, hey, this is my wife or friend. And then your friend or wife has to kind of be in on it too because then they just immediately go, hi, I'm such and such, what's your name? And then they, mm-hmm. and then that person's forced to say it because it's from a new person. Right. So I think that's a great trick. I'm going to totally be using that. If you uh, if you run into me, I'm probably going to do it. It's no offense. I'm just not good at remembering names. You know? <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I've been doing this trick for years. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> I've That's been awesome. doing this trick for years because I am terrible with names. But I don't know if I learned it somewhere. I don't know if I just organically came. I'm not sure where I ever got the idea, but I've been doing this for a while. Well, it's a good trick. It's, <laughs> it's a, a great trick. trick. It's it's a very great trick. I I will. I've had probably a 99.5 percent uh, percentage with this working. I should. I, I now I haven't actually talked to <laughs> talked about this with my girlfriend. I just use her as a pawn and to me right right i think i've yeah. probably mentioned to the, her about at some point but i 100 percent used that trick it did backfire I, one time i cannot ever remember it backfired and i did that trick or whatever but the person on they, the person that i didn't remember whose name they didn't engage they oh. were like oh hi and like and i was just like damn and then i kind of yeah that sucks just stood yeah. there it was awkward and i mean i we moved past it. It's fine now. But. That is that you got. Yeah, that's true. I guess there are. But honestly, that, I've done that. I've done that. I don't even know. I could not count how many times. And that's like happened once, maybe twice. Yeah, that's true. I guess, you but know, nothing's 100 percent. Yeah, but. nothing's 100 percent. Yeah, I like the odds for the trick. So I'm yeah. going to be doing that trick. Definitely. Right. No, no. I. <laughs> that's funny. As soon when you started saying it, I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, I totally I, I do this. <laughs> I 100 percent do this. I've been doing it for years. Um, I don't I, I I was hoping that you would have just a way to remember names. I, is there a yeah. way? Is there a just some sort of practice or exercise that you can do? to remember people's names better. I, I, I've heard of the whole, when you meet somebody, say their names in a sentence three times, and that'll yeah. help you remember their Those names. people are so annoying. Voice, but... I, I I hate when people, you, it's so obvious when someone's doing that, and it's yeah. annoying, because I don't want to hear, hey, great to meet you, Kevin. Something, Kevin, you know, it's always like, it's like shut right, up. Right, right, that's it's, not a normal way to have conversation. Yeah, it's, that's it's not so how, not normal. That's how, then that's no probably Kevin. why 
I think I forget names as I just organically hop into the conversation. I'm like, oh, hi, that's your name. Well, great, cool. Let's move on. And then we're just having conversation. And then I just, I don't remember the name. I do remember faces well, and I remember conversations well. But uh, the faces or the names, uh, it's problematic. Um, but I will continue to use that. My thing is always just like, if I know I'm only going to really see you one time, I don't even, I just, I don't care. You know, it's like, it's not that I don't care about the person. Uh-huh. It's laziness on my part is what it is. I, I make think, no effort. I don't think, well, I, I mean, I guess it might be different for you. I don't see mine as laziness. I am, I feel like I am just genuinely into what's going on that I just <laughs> pass over the name and it just doesn't stick. I mean, that could be it for me too, but also lazy. I mean, because no, I feel like it all comes down to laziness. Because if you actually wanted to learn that person's name, you would like think about it for a second. Yeah, I guess that's true. But I don't actually, if it's the first time I'm meeting somebody, I don't know if I actually want to know that person. So I don't know that's if true. it's worth remembering their name or not. Actually, it might be an anxiety thing for me too, because like sometimes I'm so like wrapped up in the rush of that, like, of well, that, like. You want to make and a good impression. I, you, yeah, you, yeah. You want to make sure you're not doing anything weird. You want to make sure you're not saying something ridiculous or stumbling over your words or stuff like that. Right. And then it's I like, damn, I don't remember the person's name. Like right. 10 seconds later. I, yeah, maybe I think that's what probably I think happens to me more. I'm just I feel so like focused on putting off a good first impression that I miss learning the name, which could hurt down the line but often it doesn't people all understand that shit i think most people are pretty bad with names we don't have to like remember anything anymore we have phones for all of these things like i feel like our capacity to have to remember shit is just dwindled down with the advance of technology like we don't have to remember phone numbers anymore i know my parents phone i know my parents home phone number that is it yeah i know the phone number i know i know the intern's number i know my home, my, or my parents' home number, which they no longer even have. So, and so I know, you know somebody else's number. Yes. And I know my dad's cell phone number because he's literally had it now for like, since whenever like cell phones are like mildly popular. <laughs> right. And then I remember my stepmom's because it's literally one digit. The last yeah. digit is one, one up. So uh-huh. I know four. But when you're a kid, like I remember my parents quizzing me to make sure I knew like my grandma's number. I was oh, like, really? I do know my grandparents' number, actually. Yeah, because then kids ever got lost or stolen or something. You know, they want to make sure you know. Wow, that's true. I don't yeah. know if I ever did that or not. I mean, I guess it would make sense, but I don't remember. Yeah, I mean. People probably, I wonder how many addresses people know. I don't know anybody's address except, like, my own. I don't know anybody's address either. I mean, I, I mean, I don't think people used to really know addresses like that. That's why they had address books. I remember my mom keeping an address book with. I, literally everybody that she's ever met like it and she probably still has it to this day it was fall it was tattered and falling apart when i was like a kid a child um but it had everybody's phone number and their yeah. address and other various other forms of contact so it, it was super it was super helpful do you remember getting like directions to people's houses back when we were kids like before any of that like for any listeners out there who grew up in the pure gps era like you and me, like, I guess we we're on the tail end of it, yeah. kind of. But like, when we I kids, honestly like... have zero idea. I, I like this is because we didn't even have navigation in high school when we started driving. No, and I have no idea 
how the hell we ended up anywhere that we did. I, I like no idea. <laughs> I remember getting lost. Like there were, like, do you remember that feeling of being lost? Like, I feel like no one oh, has yeah. that anymore. And that was like a scare, especially if you're like kind of low on gas, which I probably was in high school. But I mean, like, yeah, I, I mean, my first fish trip was when I was driving around lost in oh, upstate yeah. New York. You that were, was a that was a crazy we were time. We were we were very much lost for hours. Yeah, we were super <laughs> lost. That was that was crazy. Um, but like I remember what like in high school I would print out map quest directions and I remember the first time I ever did that, I didn't print out the directions to come back. Yeah. And it was like I couldn't just reverse. No, you can't just reverse. You think you could just reverse in your head. That's impossible, especially when you're driving, reading, like, map. Plus, that was, shit was dangerous, too. Like, I remember reading map quest directions while I was driving. That's oh, definitely that, worse that was, than texting and driving. That's, well, I don't know if it's worse. I think it's pretty much the same principle. It's probably the same. It's, it's the same principle. You're taking your eyes off the road to look at something else. You're just not paying attention to all the things that driving takes. But yeah, I have zero idea how the fuck I got anywhere ever. We did somehow, but now, like, when I go anywhere, I fucking plug it in and I'm just like, all right, that direction. Right. I don't, like, don't even know where the fuck I'd go, like, like where I, I would start if I was, like, going to certain places without the map. Yeah, I use it just to find, like, the grocery stores around. That's nuts. Well, yeah. sometimes it... I don't know. So, it's right. so maybe it's not our fault that we can't remember names. It's our society's fault that we can't remember names. It's, it's what they produced around it. We don't have to. We don't have to remember any facts, anything. Everything is accessible at the touch of our finger. I'm sure soon we'll have like AR where you can just like kind of like hover the camera over a person and it'll bring up their like profile and it'll have like their name and like their oh you know whatever. <laughs> right. I mean, probably. Like you have just that's when they start injecting people with chips and yeah, we're all gonna chips. have glasses that read people. It's all gonna be futuristic Yes. Okay. So this is a question as old as time, and I, the answer has eluded us. It's eluded the best of us. It's almost unsolvable, but I wanted to get your take on it. Wow. You, you, I'm, I'm glad that you think that highly of me and <laughs> my thinking prowess that you're going to ask me an unanswerable question. Thank I you. think you would. I think you might have some insight on this. Okay. I Here hope so. Go. Anyway, I hope so. Anyway, because it's driving me nuts. What is the correct temperature or just the correct methodology to unfog your windows in the morning, like when you start the car? Because it doesn't matter if I've got them on hot defrost or cold defrost. I cannot get these things to defrost, like the fog to go to like defog it. Um, Like you, you mean, wait, like the inside of your windows aren't getting defogged? I get no. I think it's no. It's the outside because like yeah, it's one of the yeah, ones that, where you the you, outside you where it gets like the condensation. Like, yeah, and you use the wiper and it goes yeah. away for a second, then it fogs up again. Instantly. Yeah, no, there's there's nothing you can do about that. I, I I've, I've wondered this my entire <laughs> life. I That's have, what I'm I've literally tried every little notch change of temperature on my hot and cold uh, in my car, and not, nothing nothing works it's either going to it's like 
it's there, there's always going to be condensation on the outside. I, I mean, maybe I think that it will work only if you're blowing the exact type of air that it is outside. So if it's really hot outside, you have to crank your heat up for it to not ice over and then vice versa in the wintertime. I think that's the only possible. No, way. I tried that too. I like I was I put it to like 82 degrees in the car. See, at first I thought See, I, never, was... I never tried that. I would never try that. That sounds super uncomfortable. But it didn't work. So <laughs> I'm not doing it again. Because at first I thought the same. Well, I thought it was just my car before. Like my car was so old that it wasn't working right or something. So when I got when I replaced my old car, I was like, oh, this is newer and it'll it'll just defri-. no, it doesn't matter. I've tried the hot, the cold. Like I, I don't yeah. think there, I, I don't think there's a way then. I mean, it must please, be if anybody out there, please email us, listeners at threatless.com. Oh my god, um, yeah, if there is any time to please. But I have, I don't. You probably like maybe there's some sort of protective rain spray that you can get and put on there. But I mean, I I've never. I've never figured that out. I just assumed it's just what happens. It's just part of what happens. I mean, it's one of those things that we've just never figured out as as a society. And I don't think anybody has. And I don't think we ever will. I, I think big car companies know that it's impossible feat. They don't, they don't mention it. And everybody just keeps moving on. Because I'm sure everybody that has owns a car experiences this issue. I've never heard any solution. I've never even heard of anybody thinking that there is a po- like. I've never heard anybody bring this topic up with the thought that there could possibly even be a solution to this. There's got to be a solution. It's called it's called defog. Like there's a defogger on there. Like it's got a defog. It's not defogging shit. It just doesn't. Well, work. it does defog, but then it like but the defogging all because all the fog is on the inside of the windshield, but then turning that defogger on i guess it like creates that condensation on the outside of the car because usually there's yeah i guess you're that's getting, what is, your, yeah. your car is getting foggy because of humidity or yeah. whatever in the air so when you have that air on and your car is changing that 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 windshield is changing a different temperature than it is the outside of your car it's just going to create condensation i don't think there's any possible way around that I think you're right, like, because it definitely has to do with your own body temperature, too, because, like, if I take a particularly hot shower, or if I'm rushing, or if I, like, worked out before and I get right in the car, it'll fog yeah. up worse, right? or whatever, but, like... Well, it's I, the same way for, if, I, if I'm if i in a, if it's the middle of winter, it's really cold or something like that, and I go from being outside in the cold, and I go inside, then my glasses immediately fog up in the warm inside, too, because it's cold and drier outside, then I'm coming to warm more humid i'm gonna say I, there's gotta be like a mat i could buy or something or something i could put on it's i don't know i yeah i know this is something you're gonna have to live with the rest of your life kevin there's no solution to this maybe maybe some sort of artificial spray that they they've found the right blend of toxic chemicals to allow that not to happen anymore but that, otherwise if you're looking for any natural method it's impossible I'm just going to tell you that right now sorry kevin I'm gonna. I'll post. I'll ask on Reddit too. If, please, listeners, if there's one time that we could ask you to please send on social media, or contact the intern. We need your opinions on this for sure. <laughs> yes. Um, speaking of our Instagram and posting things, you were you were expressing some annoyance that you had with certain people posting their animal pictures. I didn't know if there was anything to that, or if you 
if you were just mentioning something small that was annoying you. Well, it's just, it kind of annoys me where like someone will post a picture of their animal doing something that like on Reddit the other day, someone posted a picture of their dog jumping up onto their bed and then throwing up water on their bed and then the dog jumped back down uh-huh. and the, the caption was like, you know, she, I, I don't even remember what it was, but then like, there's always the comments that are like, you know, you should really take your dog to the vet. That could be a like no shit. It could be a sign of something. The dog just threw up all, like a gallon of water on the person's bed. Like I don't know. It's more to do with like everyone's an expert in the comments or whatever. You know, like everyone's got to be like, oh, this and that. And it's super annoying because you'll notice it more into like like areas where you're actually like know a lot. Like I don't think I think it really clicked in with me years ago uh-huh. when I was first like years and years ago. Now some old, but like. Well- going on reddit to like car reddits and you seeing people just posting absolute bullshit but like with such like confidence or in a way and i'm like what what is this but then you realize everyone does it everywhere and it's just so frustrating yeah it, it, it's a very unique thing to the internet as well um yeah. it's it's unique to the internet or bar conversations that you have ah. with people because it's always somebody just going into something that they have no idea about. They think they're an expert on it because they read one headline of one news article or something. And they right. think they're an expert or something. And they just spout out. It's like it's literally the only two places that it happens. It happens in online comment sections and it happens at the bar. Where you like you've been at a bar where uh, I, or I don't know if you've necessarily been at a bar, but usually if like you've spent any time at a bar, especially not like, you know, pop and bar, you'll just be conversating, end up talking to some like you know older dude or something. It's the always bar. Old to do, and yeah. then it'll, the the conversation goes off, and they'll just start talking about something like wild, like something crazy. It's like no, I don't, I don't, I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> That's the exact response. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's something like that and i that's just like how some people are i don't think it'll ever go away i saw this online the other day um it might have been yesterday or something but i was on twitter and some lady i think she worked in chicago but she had set up this first little it was like this nonprofit organization where she could set up a store in a public school where parents could get food and materials for the home for free if they just signed up through an app or like whatever so it could help parents you know with food and like laundry detergent like stuff around the house that they would need and couldn't afford or would help them be able to save outside of that or whatever and like there several comments were just like needs healthier food it's healthy is like get healthier food (laughs) like because she would have there's like just standard like the most basic stuff like like peanut butter and jelly jeff peanut butter and jelly gushers like paper towels just like the most basic stuff yeah and like that's people's like immediate first comment like as if she i'm pretty sure she's working on a budget it's a non-profit that's offering free food and it's like people will just find they think they're an expert on everything. Like somebody was like, why didn't she just get fresh growth, like fresh produce? Like I'm sure she can source a local farm. Oh be helping to help, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, and oh somebody, it's like she doesn't have some, source a local farm. Yeah. It's like, I'm sure they'd be I'm like, what the fuck? What world are people even thinking? And I'm like, I'm sure if she could 
find healthier food that she could find and so cheaply to be able to provide people for free, she would. And I'm sure that she doesn't, if she could, she would have fresh produce, but I'm sure she doesn't have the refrigeration because it's a free thing. Like, there's just a million different things. It's, it's like, hey, this lady, she's trying and it's supposed to be positive and working and people just want to slash shit, slash it down immediately. Yeah, Mine meanwhile, that person's doing absolutely nothing. Absolutely zero to do anything. Like, they aren't fucking setting up that connection with the local fucking farm and <laughs> having the transportation and the refrigeration and everything. It's, it's, it's annoying. It, I mean, it is one of the worst things about our society going. It might be the downfall in a, in a lot of ways. I mean, it's, it's social yeah. media. It, it's terrible. It's warped us all. It's, it really has. It, really it, has. It's, it is terrible. But anyway, but yeah, God, it's frustrating. We are almost to the end of our podcast this week. It was a good podcast. I had a good time talking about all of our nonsense. But before we go, we do have to give the people our recommendations. Uh, our recommendations, for those of you that don't know, is when me and Kevin give a recommendation of something that we've been enjoying in our lives. Could be anything, TVs, movies, books, anything at all. But we think... Y'all might enjoy it, so we'll give a little suggestion. Kevin, what is your recommendation for the people this week? For this week, uh, it is a movie that I watched on one night this week that I can't remember, either Friday night or Saturday night when I was going solo. Uh, And that movie would be Baby Driver, which is actually a pretty popular movie, I guess, back in uh, 2017 or whatever when it came Uh out. Phenomenal movie. Um, It's a like a heist movie i guess but it's different it's by it's from edgar wright um people know him from like scott pilgrim and all those movies right right um really good jamie fox john ham kevin spacey i know that's controversial (laughs) i i I would have left out the kevin Spacey. well he was in people to watch it (laughs) i mean yeah, he doesn't have a great <laughs> Well, he kind of does. But, and then I, I honestly can't even remember the main character's name. Angel uh, Elgort. Ansel. Yeah, that's it. Ansel Elgort. Phenomenal movie. Got some great car scenes. The opening scene is a chase scene with the WRX. So I'm just kind of like really excited about that. But anyway, sweet, awesome movie. Great soundtrack. It's all about music. Nice. Yeah. Um, it's really good. I really enjoyed it. It's kind of long though, but it's um, really good. Well, that that's I actually was thinking of watching this movie soon. Um, I haven't actually seen this, but I've heard really good things about it. But there is me and the main character share something in common <laughs> that we both have tinnitus. Yes, and so I guess you know, in my research of that somewhere along <laughs> the past few months, I read about Baby Driver, and it seems great on all accounts. It's really good. Jamie Foxx is really good in it. In one of those ways where uh-huh. uh, that 
uh, I don't know if that's a spoiler or not. I won't say. Anyway, Jamie Foxx is really good. Just Jamie, I mean, Jamie Foxx is always really good, but he's he's a he's right. good in this. So, so you're saying Jamie Foxx is is really good in this? He's a villain in this, and he's he does Sweet. a great. <laughs> he, well, I think that's known. I mean, he's it's not like he's ever a good guy, but like I didn't like, know that. In... <laughs> well, you'll know it like like into the movie. Uh, gotcha. He uh, is, but he's you know how some actors like it's like by the end of the you like you hate them, and you're like, oh damn, like but they did a really good acting. job. Yeah, love Jamie Fox. He does. He's great awesome. Great he actor. stands out in it for sure. Nice. Also filmed uh, or takes place in Atlanta. Yeah, a lot of cool Atlanta shout-outs during the movie. There you go. Shout-out to you, Kev. Oh, yeah. Um, that's a good recommendation. I will try to look that up. Where'd you watch it on? I watched it on... I think I rented it on uh, on iTunes, to be honest. Oh, man. You got you to gotta start suggest, suggesting movies to people that... Like, just on streaming system. Not, not everybody's just going out here buying all these movies and stuff. It's like three bucks. <laughs> that's that, that's so expensive so expensive that's like a coffee that's like less than what people pay for a coffee for a phenomenal <laughs> two-hour thrill ride that's true that is true um that's a good recommendation i want to check that out um my recommendation um is it's also a little bit of a uh somber recommendation but it's to eulogize a little bit norm mcdonald great comedian who just passed away um yep. super underrated comedian but uh i think most comedians really loved Mc- norm mcdonald i mean he was super super hilarious super funny if you had just a minute of your time go just check out any of his interviews or conan, on, yeah like with conan that that shit was next level funny but uh he loved david letterman david letterman loved him he used to go on that show kill it all the time i when i was younger i never used to get norm mcdonald's comedy he is so dry deadpan and and loves to live in the awkwardness and like if there's a bad joke he'll just just nestle into that bad joke until everybody in the room's uncomfortable and i didn't appreciate his comedy and didn't really understand it until I got older. And then, um, and so like going back, you look at like the Bob Saget roasts where he just starts bombing and then just decides to bomb so hard that it's absolutely one of the funniest things. And all the comedians are just rolling when they realize what he's doing. And it's just, he was very unique. It's like very one of a kind comic. There's like, there's a lot of, good and great comics but he was so unique to him it's really hard to uh they'll this be really hard to replace the the hole that he left and um yeah i would just suggest go check out some youtube interviews with him on the tonight show different it, there's like a bunch out there and they're all just equally as hilarious so that's, watch, that's my recommendation watch dirty work if you can i don't know if that's streaming anywhere I don't know if that's streaming anywhere either. You probably have to buy it on Apple iTunes for four ninety nine, knowing Kevin. But he'll do it tonight, and I guess report I, back. Wait, wait. I'm checking. Just watch another thing. Oh, it's on. It's on HBO Max. Oh, there you go. So well, stream, stream, dirty work. That is a, HBO Max. It's hilarious. That that was one of those classic, always on Comedy Central movies. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, but good shit. 
good recommendation, Kev, and good podcast as well. That was really fun, but I think that will do it for us on Threatland podcast this week. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the podcast. Make sure you tell any friends, family, loved ones about us, anybody that you would think would be into a podcast like ours. We really appreciate it. Um, Kevin, it's your birthday at the day of this release. Do you do you feel anything? Although I know we talked about it a little bit last week, but no, uh, no. another 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 year older. You're just you're you've finally reached that point where you're just so old that you're you're in that plane where all of all of life's trials and tribulations have just worn you out, and you do not get excited about birthdays anymore. Yeah, I'm actually I'm at that point now where I'm excited to use my birthday as an excuse to not do anything all day. Good. You should not do anything all day. I feel like birthdays have become like nowadays there's almost like there's an unneeded pressure to feel like you need to do something special on your birthday. And then like it can just become annoying to like figure out something to do on your birthday when it should be your birthday. You should just not do anything. You should just relax and do whatever the fuck you want and have no stresses. So I hope you get that. Yeah, I'm going to watch football all day on Sunday. Good like shit. literally from one until midnight or whatever. I'll probably go to bed. I'll probably go to bed at halftime. So yeah, like yeah. One to like 10. Yeah. Eh, I might go to bed earlier. Than that. Probably, yeah, it depends on how good the game is. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, it's yeah, it's the Ravens game. Oh, dang. That could really. No, it is the Ravens game. That could really mess up my birthday, to be honest. <laughs> dang. <laughs> Um, well, when this is released, everybody will know how good or bad of a birthday you're having. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, but that'll do it for Kevin O'Connor. I'm Justin Dorsey, and this has been the Thread Labs Podcast. Thread Labs!